A cow is on the loose in Florida, and it's faster than it looks, according to police. And a man in Florida has been charged with practicing dentistry without a license again. And a gambler is accused of threatening to behead professional Florida athletes. These are the weird stories out of Florida. Why? Because it's Friday. Where we do Florida Fridays. This is Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian and the only weird news podcast that does Florida Fridays. I'm your host, Jonesy. I got some Florida weirdness for you right up your alley and a great way to roll right into the weekend. Let's do it. A cow is on the loose in Florida and it keeps evading the police who describe it as, quote, faster than it looks. This is in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Goodness, crazy down in Pembroke. A cow is on the loose in South Florida. Wow. It's not considered dangerous, the article says. Thanks for telling me because I'm naturally just afraid of cows, especially when they're on the loose. I mean, imagine the damage this cow could do. It could just eat up your whole lawn and other things. The police have been trying to catch this cow for weeks. They've been trying to corral it. Yeah, it's an old school word that I think means round it up. Trying to round up that cow. Pembroke Pines Police Department. They said that this animal has been spotted near I-75 and somehow it has eluded the capture since late January. This cow's been on the loose since January. How can't you catch a cow? They're so slow. You just walk up to the damn thing and put a rope around its neck. They don't even move half the time. You can just walk up to it and hug it. Now you have it. This police department has just got to be filled with wankers, man. The police department put out a tweet. Wanted. Unknown cow. Yeah, these are lazy police officers. This is what's going on. These are the laziest police officers. Pembroke, Pines. We can't catch the cow. We've been trying. We saw it. It was frolicking in the nearby swamp area. Um, yeah, we just we were too busy. You know, it was lunchtime. So we, we tweeted about it, though. We tweeted if you guys could assist us on catching this elusive cow. You know, this thing like this thing goes half a mile an hour. I mean, we can't keep up. The description of the cow they also tweeted as well, in case you guys are wondering what a what this cow looks like. <laughs> description female cow, brown with a white head, faster than it looks, talented fence jumper, and enjoys pools. Come on. <laughs> Seen a cow jump a fence. This police department is on drugs. What is going on? Of course it's a Florida police department. These people are out of their minds. We got a police spokeswoman here named Amanda. She's got something to say. She said that the officers and the wranglers have been unable to catch this animal. They've backed off when it gets too close to heavily traveled roads. It jumps fences, she says. It goes into swimming pools, she says. I think she's full of crap, Amanda. Are you trying to be funny? Amanda's a comedian, not a uh, police spokeswoman. The police say that uh, also that the cow is guilty of moving violations, uttering U-D-D-E-R-I-N-G false checks and fleeing and eluding the police. These are direct quotes, by the way, from them on the Twitter. What is up with this police department, Pembroke Pines? What's going on here? What is it, a party over there all the time? You're a, you're a Florida police department. You're You're either like... You know, you got your work cut out for you when you're a Florida police department. Seriously. Like, imagine, just imagine the the crimes you got to address on a daily basis. Yeah. So if you, I mean, if, if you got this kind of sense of humor about the job, I mean, I don't know what you're on, Pembroke Pines Police Department, but I want some. Daddy needs some of whatever. 
this these are drugs that have been confiscated i guess these are this is florida narcotics that have been just passed around to all the employees at this police department uh, <laughs> clearly <laughs> like solving crimes screw it let's be funny on social media <laughs> moving violations wow a man has been charged with practicing dentistry without a license again. This is in Craxonville, excuse me, Jacksonville, Florida. The Craxonville uh, police said that they've arrested a 56-year-old man on the charge of practicing dentistry without a license. Yeah. His name is Jose, Jose Vicente, was taken into custody at his home in East Arlington, and he was booked. Um... A Florida Department of Health spokesman said a joint operation between the DOH, that's the Department of Health, and the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office was conducted at this guy Jose's residence, where an undercover detective, listen to this, undercover detective recently was offered dentistry services by this guy Jose, including conducting an x-ray and an extraction of the detective's teeth. This detective went so undercover, he had his teeth removed just to catch a, a rogue fake dentist in Jacksonville, Florida. Unbelievable. This guy's a hero, by the way. I don't know what you're paying this guy down in Craxonville, but uh, you're not paying him enough. <laughs> he put himself at the hands of a, you know, a false Florida dentist. I mean, you can just imagine what would happen. He could have been put the gas on him and then he wakes up with his pants unbuttoned who knows it's florida you wake up with your organs missing if you if you land in the wrong dentist chair you wake up with an alligator in your shorts who knows you're on an island you're missing limbs <laughs> this guy let him take out his teeth it's unbelievable unbelievable that is way to, way to commit to the job man i want to know all about this detective what is his name the spokesperson for the Department of Health said an x-ray machine, an autoclave, a variety of dental equipment and tools, and prescriptions were discovered at Jose Vicente's residence. The department said it, it issued Vicente a notice to cease and desist for practicing dentistry without a license and arrested him on the charge of practicing dentistry without that license. Um, the media visited Vicente's address and... Apparently, someone could be heard yelling inside the home. <laughs> a request for comment was denied. <laughs> someone was yelling. He's still practicing. It sounds like in there is what's going on. Hey, look at, you know, health insurance is tough to come by these days. It's very expensive, especially to get dental included. Who can, who can afford dental insurance these days? Sometimes you just got to go to a guy named Jose's living room and get the gas and just pray for the best. <laughs> you know, you're like, I hope, I hope I, I wake up with some fillings. Um, and, and, you know, all of my organs. Here's a quote from a neighbor named Nick. Oh, God, this poor neighbor, Nick. Who knows what he's been seeing and hearing. Nick said, obviously, it's not supposed to happen in our neighborhood. We really don't want that to be here. We really don't want that to be here. <laughs> no shit, Nick. Obviously, it's not supposed to happen in our neighborhood. All right. We can tolerate some, uh, I don't know fake ceramic operations and whatnot, but I draw the line at fake dentists, okay? Not in my neighborhood. We really don't want that to be here, okay? <laughs> if you want, 
I'll tolerate some some people who are coming to trick or treat that are way too old. You know, like sometimes you get a thirty year old underneath a Power Rangers mask. That guy shouldn't be t- trick or treating at all. But I'll still give him a Snickers and send him on his way because I can't tell. And you can't just rip kids' masks off during Halloween these days. You'll get sued. But here's what I'm not going to tolerate. Okay, people yelling and screaming next door because there's a fake dentistry operation going on. Okay, I don't care if you want to operate a fake yoga class. Or like ayahuasca ceremonies in the backyard, you want to say you're a guru, but I draw the line at the dentistry, all right? Not that business in my neighborhood. The records show that Jose was arrested on the same charge in 2009. Wow, this guy has been at it for years. He just won't say no to being a fake dentist. This guy just wants to really live out his dentistry dreams. You can't tell him no. I love that. This guy's got gusto. He doesn't take no for an answer. These people, these are people I look up to, you know? I take no for an answer so easily. I'm like, hey, do you mind if I be part of your comedy festival? No. Oh, okay. Okay, fine. See you guys later. <laughs> hey, could I please be a part of... No, oh, okay, never mind. Could I... Hey, could I get some... Okay, no. All right. Never mind. This guy's like, screw you. I'm doing it. He takes... This is, you know, the kind of person that takes a firefighter test. And they're like, no, you can't be a firefighter. And he's like, screw you. I'm buying a fire truck used on Craigslist. I'm going to go fight my own fires in the neighborhood. I don't need your permission. Okay, I'm going to go save cats from trees. Oh, you don't you say I can't be a pilot commercial airline industry? Well hell. I'm gonna go buy my own plane. Put out an ad on Facebook. I'm giving free flights down to Brazil. Who wants them? I'm not taking no for an answer. I'm a fake pilot. Oh boy. Um the article goes on to say that an officer was sent to him undercover that and the officer here's how the officer did it. He went he complained about a tooth problem. He was wearing a wire. Unbelievable. And it wasn't enough to just have the dentist offer the services. This guy had to go through with the services in order to arrest him. Imagine that conversation with the detectives. You know, they're at the they're at the police station. And he's like, "Hey, can I just get him on on record, like saying I will give you the gas and and or do an extraction?" They're like, "Nah, sorry, Officer Moore. You're gonna have to go through with the actual distraction, uh, distraction extraction for us to really bag him." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're going to have to have him pull out not just one tooth, four teeth. That should be sufficient evidence for us to nab him, despite the fact that he's done this already in 2009. (laughs) He already served a half a year in prison for doing this in 2009. Unbelievable. And the 2009 arrest report mentions another arrest on the same charge of practicing without a license in 98. What is going on with this guy? Jose Vicente, you just have to be a dentist. Ah, it's crazy. For some reason, I just like you, though. I just like that you... (laughs) You're not going to let him say no. It's unbelievable. You know, society has restrictions on certain roles. And you're like, screw you. I don't care. I want to. I want this role. You know? It's like uh, one of my favorite movies is, uh, what is it called? I think it's called The King of Comedy, where uh, this Robert De Niro plays a comic, a comedian named Rupert Pupkin. And he wants to be on late night TV doing his thing. And, and, and the person who plays the late night show host is Jerry Lewis, right? This is back in the 80s. Uh, and so, and, uh, you know, Sandra Bernard is in it as well. Um, an old school comedian, I believe she's in it. Uh, anyway, so he's a bad comedian though. And instead of like applying and to, and actually getting on the, the late night show doing his act, you know, he decides to go and kidnap Jerry Lewis, the, uh, the host of the show. And then, you know, bargains his way on, like kidnaps him and, and, and forces his way onto the show that way. I mean, it's like there's a guy who doesn't take no for an answer. I just people like that just astound me. Really, you know? It's like that Tesla guy. What the hell's his name? 
he's, you know, he's like, I'm going to build a tunnel from here to the moon. And people are like, no, you can't do that, Tesla guy. He's like, yeah, watch me. I'm going to go buy 10,000 shovels. Watch me get, watch me get busy. <laughs> people like that just inspire me. They really do. Although, to be honest, uh, you know, anybody uh, who is practicing dentistry who doesn't, isn't really licensed in the state of Florida, anything in Florida really, truly frightens me. I cannot condone being around these Floridians. But if this was another place, I'd say, hey, he's probably not such a bad guy. Sorry, Florida. If you're looking for weird, then you're looking for Weird AF News with Jonesy. But if you're searching for really weird, then you want Florida. Welcome to Florida Fridays with Jonesy. A gambler has been accused of threatening to behead Florida athletes. How weird. Tampa, Florida. A sports gambler is facing charges related to threatening social media messages that were sent to baseball players that play for the Tampa Bay Rays and other teams. This is what the federal federal authorities are saying. The, uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Tampa announced a charge of transmitting threats in interstate or foreign commerce against Benjamin Tucker, age 23. He faces up to five years in federal prison for threatening people on social media. Huh. It's unbelievable. The new sort of laws that are cropping up around social media. What can you do? What can you not do? What is taken seriously? What is not? You cannot threaten professional athletes with beheadings, apparently. I thought that'd be okay, right? <laughs> hey, look, at sometimes your team, they lose the World Series and you want some restitution. So you're like, I want you guys all beheaded. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I want you all to just jump into a volcano, Patriots, you know? Uh, this guy, Tucker, what's, what the heck is his name? Benjamin Tucker made numerous violent threats. This was last year, apparently, but um, it didn't go to trial until now. Um, he made threats last year against athletes and their family members. How do you find their family members? Uh, through anonymous Instagram accounts, according to a criminal complaint. In many messages, he threatened to enter the athletes' homes and behead them or their family members. That's what the FBI said. Some of his threats also contain derogatory terms and racial slurs, investigators said. Yeah, well, I mean, he threatened to behead them, so I assume they have derogatory terms. You know, the threaten to behead overall is a pretty derogatory term. And I think it's actually worse than the racial slurs, if you ask me. But I don't know, in America, uh, people are so up in arms about a racial slur, which is understandable. But sometimes you, they're more shocked than the actual threat of a beheading. They'll be like, I don't mind you threatening to behead me, but what did you say about my heritage? <laughs> there are people like that. I meet them at my comedy shows. They're like, sir, I didn't like what you said about the way a certain subgroup in our culture um, drives, okay? And I'm like, really? But well, what about the part where I said that uh, <laughs> I wanted to behead a baby? Was that okay? That, wasn't, that was okay with you? <laughs> People are so weird right now in the current cultural climate on what they're offended by and what they're not. It's like they're totally cherry-picking what they're offended by and what they're not. And I can say this as a professional because I see it again and again when I do stand-up comedy, the way people come up to me after a show and what they're like. The feedback I get on my act in certain jokes, what offends people and what does not, I'm like, it makes no sense whatsoever. It's like, yeah, you're <laughs> that offended you? What about the thing I said about Amber Alerts and how they're stupid and should be removed from society? Nah, that's no problem. You laughed at that, you weirdo. Okay, that was a tangent that I probably didn't need to go on. <laughs> Much more personal than anything else. I apologize. 
so anyways, the Tampa Bay Rays, they're a baseball team in Tampa. I've actually been to a Tampa Bay Rays baseball game in Tampa. Not trying to brag, but I, I've been to Florida before, guys, <laughs> and I survived. <laughs> I'll tell you, I was more scared in Florida than I ever was traveling in Asia during the coronavirus. Uh, so the Tampa Bay Rays lost a home baseball game last July to the White Sox. And uh, an Instagram account that was linked to this guy, Tucker, later sent threatening messages to four players to the Rays and one player for the White Sox. Uh, none of the players were identified by name, only initials. Quote, your family will be beheaded, insert initials of player. Uh, so strange of an approach. As if you think it's going to work for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you think these players are just going to tank games because you threatened to behead them on social media? What a twisted individual on so many levels. I'm not... I think it's even weirder... Okay, so he threatened to behead them. That's weird on its own. I think it's weirder that he thought the threat of a beheading would get them to sort of play shitty on purpose for you. I mean, it's unbelievable that you think that that would work, you know? I don't think you know how professional sports are played out, buddy. Um, this guy who is in charge of uh, being charged actually resides in California and New York. How? Um, and he goes by... A code name, Parlay Potts. So this guy's a big time gambler. He owns two homes or something, and yet he's threatening ball players. I don't know. I'm making assumptions here. F the FBI investigators say they found online articles that claimed he had recently won more than a million dollars by wagering on sports events. He's actually been in the news for winning. This is how he wins, apparently. Maybe it's working. Who am I to poo poo his method? He's been threatening people for who knows how long, and maybe winning because of it. Over the past year, he's been sent. He's been sent. He has sent threatening messages through social media to numerous professional athletes, the investigators say. After losing $10,000 by betting on the Los Angeles Rams to win last year's Super Bowl, he sent messages to two players on the game's winning team, the New England Patriots, claiming that he would rape and murder their families. What? How dare you threaten my beloved Patriots players? Um, the complaint also lists threats against, threats against players from the Atlanta Braves, San Diego Padres, Oakland A's, Cleveland Indians, Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> The Kansas City Royals? Oh, my goodness. He also threatened a player for the Swedish women's soccer team after they beat Germany in the Women's World Cup. Dude, you're betting on the Women's World Cup? You have a gambling problem, sir. Am I the first to tell you this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know he's got a problem with threatening to behead people. He's got an angry streak. Um, he's prone to violence, it seems. But uh, has someone told him about his gambling problem? You're betting on Women's World Cup soccer? You bet so much money that you you, you threatened a Swedish woman uh, player? Oh, my goodness. This is unbelievable, this guy. Wow. Uh, he, he arranged to turn himself in. Um, it's not The article says it's not known if he has an attorney. Uh, I don't know. I assume he has an attorney. He definitely has a bookie. He definitely... <laughs> he, has some he probably threatens his bookies, too. This guy is... Wow. Wow, man. Just unbelievable. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm at a loss for words here. I mean, not a total loss. I'm, we're, we're six minutes deep into the segment. And we'll wrap it up. Bye. Oh, no, no. Wait, one more thing. If you guys have a gambling addiction, you can call the 1-800-GAMBLERS number uh, on there. I should probably provide it um, as a PSA at the end of this because, you know, I'm making light of gambling, but it is a serious problem that some people have. So if you have a problem or you know somebody who has a problem, um, I once was at a poker table and uh, I was there. I didn't leave this table for over 18 hours. I mean, talk about a real a real issue. And uh, 
Yeah. And then I looked up, I'm like, I'm feeling like a degenerate, of course, right? And then I look up at the at the wall in the casino and it says, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or whatever it was. And, I, and, I, and so I called. I said, I have a gambling problem. Um, the dealer's showing a queen and I... <laughs> I got a six four. Do I do I double down? <laughs> all right, all right, bad joke. <laughs> hey, what's up, you weirdos? This is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News. Thanks for listening to the end of this episode. I hope you're enjoying your weekend. Hope you like the Florida Friday stories. Thank you for sending them to me. If you did, you can always send me uh, articles. They don't have to be Florida only. You can send me whatever you got. Uh, funnyjones at gmail dot com. Want to give some love to K. Kanoa Spencer. I hope I said that correctly. Uh, Kanoa Spencer reached out to me on Instagram. He says he's from uh, he's from Phoenix, Arizona. He loves the weird and funny news that I bring every morning. Loves it so much. And by the way, Jonesy, your Japan trip looked incredible. Uh, so big shout out to uh, to Spence. I'm gonna as I refer to him now from Phoenix, a lovely place. Um, and uh, you guys can always reach out to me on the gram, Instagram at Funny Jones and. Uh, that's where people have been witnessing my travels through Asia. I'm back now in LA, but I was doing some stuff there. And I keep posting stuff daily from from uh, my trip because I have a backlog of photos and videos. So check out Funny Jones on Instagram. And you can send me a, a DM if you'd like to say what's up. I always appreciate those. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Funny Jones. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. And you can call the show 646-450-2012. I'm publishing a couple of calls after this, and uh, I want to give thanks to those of you who called in. Uh, uh, T.P. Marie called with a lovely message, so shout out to her as well. I got an email from Josh Statham, by the way. He, he goes, hey, Jonesy, listen to the episode about the English kids selling hand sanitizer, and you said to call, leaving a message. Uh, I'm not able to call because it would cost loads, I assume, because Josh is out of the country somewhere. Uh, tell me where you are, Josh. Uh, he he did a voice recording here uh, that uh, I haven't listened to yet. So let's listen to it in real time. It's Josh here in Hampshire, England. Just been listening to your podcast, uh, the one about the kids selling hand sanitizer over here in England. I think fair play to them. Let them do it. They shouldn't stop them from doing so. You said about the 64 cents and are they doling out pennies? I think it's because over here he was charging 50p. So I guess that they just did a conversion to uh, US dollars from sterling. So yeah, he did 50p a a squirt and then it was £9 in total. But yeah, I think let him carry on. Don't stop him. You know what I love most about that call was the accent. Unbelievable accent, Josh. I need you to do this for me, Josh. Could you call Could you call me again and be like, you're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. He's a very funny bloke. And he really fills out his trousers very nicely. His knickers. And uh, <laughs> any, throw in any other UK terms that are fun as well. Jonesy's a great bloke. He's, he's a quite a nice wanker you can depend on every day with some weird news. Florida Fridays are the bomb, bro. I don't know what you... Uh, no, Florida Fridays are brilliant. That's what you guys say, right? <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely amazing. I loved it, Josh. Keep them coming. I also got some reviews. Yeah. On uh, the Amazon. Someone wrote this Kindle customer. They're, uh, they're, uh, it's anonymous, it looks like. Jonesy is funny and not as crass as most comedians, but I would rather not start my day hearing people called stupid or hearing others belittled. However, on a Friday right after a few, 
It's okay. Great collection of weird news stories. Thank you for that. And then we had some uh, some iTunes reviews. Happy days. Hey, how are you? I'm Angel, born in Philadelphia from Puerto Rican parent. Now I'm living in Wisconsin for the last 15 years. My wifey and I listen to you every day. We listen to you just to make our day happy. And man, does it work. I love your podcast, and not just for the funny jokes, but now I am trying the Anchor app, just like you're promoting. And I'm so glad that you did, because now I am trying my best to start my own podcast. You encourage me, and some of my friends at work so much that we really are trying to do our own podcast, but we will never stop listening to you. Stay safe and stay healthy no matter where you are around the globe. Love you, and thanks again. Peace out. Your weirdos weirdos from the Midwest. P.S. My podcast that I'm starting because of your podcast is called Keeping It 100%. Don't laugh. I'm just starting, and I'm not good at this yet. Yeah, I was terrible too, by the way, uh, my fellow weirdos. There's no name on this review, um, but whoever you are, thank you so much. It means so much. That's a great review. Um, Thomas wrote me a review on iTunes as well. I've been listening to this podcast for two years now. I listen every night on my Amazon Alexa. I got this phone for my 12th birthday and discovered Apple Podcasts. All the Weird AF news for free. Thanks for making me laugh, Jonesy. Thomas from Seattle. Thomas emailed me as well, I believe. Then we have Texas Love from TC Big Mike. Keep it going, Jonesy. My wife and I love listening to your podcast, especially Florida Fridays. It's the first on our flash briefings list through Alexa. I'm glad they fixed that, by the way. I also listen on iTunes and Stitcher. This guy listens on everything. Unbelievable. Uh, well, those are some recent reviews. You guys could always leave me a, re- a review. It's very, very helpful by going to Amazon.com, uh, signing into your account, and uh, looking up weird AF news, and leaving a little review with some stars. I got my uh, customer reviews. I'm 3.3 stars out of 5, which is pretty crappy, but we're we're doing it, guys. The problem is 35% of the people have given me one star. That's what we're trying to improve on. <laughs> they didn't like my singing. I don't understand. I do a really good Barry White. I'm never going to give you up. I'm never, ever going to stop. Just leave me a good review. I will tell you I love you. Look at how I just improv like song parodies. Where are you going to get that stuff for free? It's unbelievable. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts, the iTunes um, store, which is super helpful as well if you're listening on an iPhone. Um, all these things keep me going. And lastly, check out my Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weirdafnews. Check out the Patreon and what we've been putting up there. I just posted a bunch of photos on there of uh, weird, creepy vending machines the in Japan. And I wrote a whole article about my experience with these vending machines in Japan. They were, they were crazy um, and quite fun. And I think something that the U.S. should adopt. There's two things the U.S. needs to adopt from Japan that I saw right away. A, vending machines that have everything you can imagine. B, uh, sophisticated toilets. Toilets with computers built in that play music, that heat up the seat, uh, wash your bum bum, make you feel like a, a special citizen. You know, these kinds of things. These are the two things. Anyways, you can read that article and check out the photos on the Patreon only. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews. All right. I hope you're enjoying your weekend. Hope you enjoyed Florida Fridays. We'll see you on Monday. Hey, Jonesy. I just want to say I think this kid is a genius. Selling squirts of hand sanitizer? Who would ever thunk it? But what was he selling it for? A quarter? He got a bag of Doritos. That's not a lot of money. Okay. Well, this is T.P. Marie. I just wanted to say I love, love, love your podcast. 
I listen to it as part of my morning routine on my Google Hub. Uh, keep up the good work, Jonesy. I want to be your sledgehammer till you cry out in pain. Hey, hey. If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning. I'd hammer in the evening till you blow off your hand. Do, 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 do. Can't touch this. Do, 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 do. Don't touch this. Do, 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 do. Hammer time. Oh, 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 oh. Hey, Jonesy Dallas from Minnesota. I have to comment on the Iranian story you have about the gays being forced to go into gender reassignment surgery. I, I, I agree with you on the regime. It's, uh, you know, anything that has regime by it might as well be a country I don't ever want to live in. And, you know, the weird thing here is now who, who, who's going to be attracted to, to, to these only pansexuals, you know, because, um, you know, a, a gay person, like a gay man, isn't going to be attracted to uh, a man who looks as a female. It's just not going to happen. And, you know, even a bisexual person usually wouldn't be. So, so now we're only limited to pansexuals. So now they're opening up a whole new can of worms of uh, people they probably don't agree with, you know, because they're a weird, weird country, weird, uh, weird thoughts and aspirations on, on how people should live to allowing them to live, you know, however they want to. Um, you know, so I agree with you, Jonesy. I don't think this is right. And sounds like a huge expense for a country, especially a country that's not doing so well. Uh, you know, they don't they have so many sanctions against them. Uh, I'm surprised that the people haven't outright revolted against the, the, the country. Really am. And, uh, uh, you know, it's even crazy just to think that they'd want to kill people just for something that they're going to do in their bedroom. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. And there's my two cents, Jonesy. Talk to you later.